always. All right? And the first thing I told you is what? Um, we should always have. Amen. We should always what? Have. Amen. For good works. Uh, does that make sense? It, it, you know, does that make sense that we serve a God that owns everything? He owns the cattle in a thousand hills, and, and, uh, and all the time I'm broke. That should not be my testimony. Amen. But if you give, you'll always have. Amen. I promise you. Amen. Not only that, but I told you that we should always be confident. Confident in what? That he who began a good work in you will in no wise finish it. Amen. I told you we should always triumph. Amen. We should always triumph in all we do. We should never lose hope, but we should count our spiritual blessings. Amen. When was the last time you counted your spiritual blessings? Amen. And it's good to count those spiritual blessings because when you start counting the blessings that you have, you have more than you really think, you know. Amen. 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 And last week we talked about prayer. Amen. Last week. And, and you know what? Everything that you see around here is a result of prayer. Everything that has happened here is a result of prayer. We've been praying. We've been asking. We've been seeking. We've been asking God to, to bless what we do. You know what I mean? And so as a result of that, God has blessed our faith. Amen. But we, we, but we pray about everything. I told you last week, stop complaining about everything and pray about it. About everything. Not just some things. What? Everything. Amen. Everything. Amen. Let's go back there for a minute, and then we're going to talk about the third, the fifth thing. Amen. Um, uh, go to Luke chapter 18. I think we went there. Luke chapter 21. Luke chapter 21, amen. Luke chapter 21 and verse 36. And uh, go to verse 34 real quick. And Jesus is talking about, um, the, the, but basically they were looking for a sign. They wanted to know. You know, how would it work? They're looking for a sign of Jesus coming back. And look what it says. It says, be on guard so that your hearts will not be weighed down with dissipation and drunkenness and the worries of what? And that day will not come on you suddenly like a trap. You know what he's saying? He's saying you're so worried about, and the context of this is talking about being ready for the return of Jesus Christ. Now, here's the thing. Jesus is coming back, and he will return one day. Amen? But oftentimes, we're living our lives as if we have no hope, that, the hope that Jesus is not coming back. But, but I got good news for you. He is coming back. The next thing to happen in history as it pertains to Jesus Christ is his second coming. Are you with me? Amen. He's coming what? He's coming back. And, and guess what? He says, don't get so caught up in the world, in your worries, in your stuff. 
I'm going to point that out in my message today. Don't get so caught up in what you're doing in life where you forget, number one, that you're a believer, but number two, that Jesus Christ is coming back. And watch this. You don't want to be the one to be the last one to be in the know that he came back. Come on, somebody. Look what he says. He says, look, look, look what he says. He said, don't, don't get weighed down. Verse 34, with what? Dissipation and what? Drunkenness and worries of what? Life. Amen. And the day and that day will not come on you suddenly like a trap. Verse 35, for it will come upon you. It will come upon all those who dwell on the face of what? Right? And so, and so what, what Jesus is saying to his disciples, amen, and to the people that, were list, that was listening to this message, right, they were so earthly minded. See, here's what happens to us. When we leave church, we go back to our normal. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We go back to the normal, normal things of life. Amen. We go back to our everyday life. But I want to say to somebody here this morning that you ought to have some hope. And here's the reason why you have to have some hope. You, ha- you should have hope because you understand that Jesus is coming back. Are you with me? Look what he says. He says, he says but keep on the what? At what times? Now, can I ask a question? How many of you understand that he is coming back? Now, how many of you really think about that? All right. Okay, good. I'm glad. I'm sure it's glad. Amen. There's, there's a few of you that be thinking about it. Because sometimes I look up in the sky, I'm like, man, he's coming back. Amen. Now, now, now he says, be on the what? Alert. Be on the alert what? At what times? What does he say next? Praying what? To escape all these things that are about to take place and stand before the Son of Man. What things are about to take place? Amen. Seven years of tribulation on earth. Hopefully you won't be here. Now I said hopefully. Now the reason I said hopefully is because the true believer will go. The believer who said they were a believer, but didn't really believe, ain't going. So if we are raptured up and you're still here, that means you may have had some doubts in your belief in Jesus Christ. So what I always say to people is that make sure that you know that you know that you know and that you're sure that you believe, amen, that Jesus is the Christ. You don't want to chance that. Amen. Now, here's the thing. You will go to heaven if you stay, but you will have to endure seven years of tribulation on earth. All right? Now, here's what I'm saying. We should always pray, but we should always be what? Alert. Amen. Oftentimes, we slack on our spiritual lives our prayer life gets come on somebody come on y'all we pray only when we're in trouble come on right amen but our prayer intensifies when 
uh, when stuff start going left field. But let let us get our breakthrough. Let, let us get our blessing. Let things start working out for us. What starts happening? Oh, we st- well, we pray, but we're not there long enough. You know what I mean? We pray, but we're like, you know, uh, you know what I mean? So Jesus says, I want you to be alert because guess what? I'm coming back. Amen. And so he says, praying that you might have what? So it tells me something about prayer. Amen. That you can pray for strength. Come on, somebody. When you feel like you can't go on any longer. Oh, come on, help me, somebody. When you feel like all hope is gone, when you feel like, let let me say this to you. There's not an impossible situation with God. What seems impossible to you, what they have already, and listen, and the things that you've already messed up, God can turn it around. As long as you acknowledge that you messed it up and pray and say, God, you know what? I messed that up. Not only did I mess it up, you know, but guess what, God, uh, I, I'm willing to repent and turn back to you. And I'm asking you, God, now that you would help me. Amen. As I go through, amen, what I go through. Amen. And so he says, look what he says. He says, praying what? At all times, right? Amen. Go to, uh, go to, uh, okay, real quick. Go to Ephesians 6. Any questions? Ephesians 6 and um, 18. Somebody read that for me. Ephesians 6. You know, I want you to back up a little bit. What does it say? All right. And petition in what? So back up now. In, in chapter 6. It begins talking about children, uh, relationships, submission, family relationship, children uh, to parents, husband to wife, uh, employer to employee, okay, about submission, okay? And then in chapter 10, it's crazy because he says now, he says that the battle is not with those people that you think it's with. Amen. It's not with your wife. Amen. It's definitely with your children. Uh, It's not with your boss. Amen. He says the battle is not with people, but the battle, amen, is against powers and principalities in high places. So then he talks about the full armor. He talks about how to get dressed, amen, for success. How to win a spiritual battle. How to win a spiritual battle. You got to put on the full armor of God. Helmet of salvation. Breastplate of righteousness. Shield of faith. Belt of truth. Amen. Breastplate of righteousness. Feet shut with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Okay. He tells you how to prepare for people fight. Y'all with me? I'm going to say it one more time. He tells you how to get ready for people fight. Amen. But he tells you that it's not a people fight. It's a spiritual fight. Amen. Look what he says. Verse 10. He says, finally, be strong in the Lord 
and in the strength of his might, put on the full armor of God so that you may, may be able to stand firm against the what? Schemes of who? Of who? For what? For our struggle. And everybody know we got to struggle. For our struggle is not against what? Huh? Who has flesh and blood besides animals? We do. Amen. For our struggle is not against what? So if our struggle is not against flesh and blood, right, then we ought to stop thinking that it's the other person. Oh, come on, help me somebody. It's not people, y'all. It's not your husband. It's not your wife. It's not your children. It's not your boss. It's not your auntie. It's not your mama, daddy, uncle, sister, brother, cousin, boo. And it definitely ain't pookie. Y'all with me? Y'all know I like pookie, right? (laughs) Amen. It's not with pookie, right? So he says that if... You put on the full armor, then you could recognize that, okay, this person is tripping, right? They're tripping, but it ain't them. It's the spirit in them. You follow what I'm saying? It's, it's a spiritual battle that I'm dealing with them. So you know what I'm going to do for them? What am I going to do for them? What am I going to do for them? I'm going to pray in the spirit. Look what he says. Look what he says. He says, and with all prayer. I find it interesting, right, that in order for you to activate the full armor, this, you, know, you know, this man right here, people always make fun of this man right here, but this is a visual illustration of how we ought to dress, amen, for success. How we ought to dress, amen, to fight and to face everyday struggles in our lives. We are, the, it's a visible illustration that when I wake up in the morning, right, I ought to put on the full armor of God, right, because I know as a believer I'm going to face all kinds of stuff because Satan definitely is not pleased with me. Are you with me? Are y'all with me? Watch this. And because he's not pleased with me, I know that God has given me Everything I need, he's given me the uniform that I need. Amen. So that when I step out in this world, amen, I can face whatever comes my way because watch this. Here's the problem in most relationships. You ready? You ready for this word? Write it down. Submission. Children don't want to submit to their children. I mean, to their, to their parents. Husbands don't want to submit to their wives. Wives don't want to submit to their husbands. Okay? Uh, employer, employee doesn't want to submit to employer. It doesn't work the other way around. Okay? Because God puts you in a relationship where you have to submit to some form of authority. If not, you're going to be renegade. Do you know without submission you'll be renegade? You wouldn't go to work. You show up when you want to show Come on, somebody. It, you ever notice when folk, when, when you work a place or you do doing something, and folk, listen, and they ain't got no restrictions. They real laid back and cool. You just show up. Well, I'll I, I be late today. I just shoot. I show up when I, just like how we do church. Oh, they, they don't mind we late. We, we can be a little late. A little late. 
First of all, this should be the, listen, you ain't late for court. I ain't, I ain't hearing nobody. You ain't late for court. And I want to tell you something. Be late for court and let them call your name on the docket. Amen. Bench warrant. All right. Not that I know anything about that. But I'm just, <laughs> I'm just hypothetically saying, you know what I mean? You know, you know that, that, that you going to go to jail. Right? But, but it's amazing how we just show up. To work late, we show up to church late. <laughs> Amen. Sometimes, and listen, have you now? Watch this. You're not going to show up to your doctor's office late because guess what they're going to do? They're going to reschedule it and then still charge you. Yep. Amen. So, 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 what I'm saying in that relationship is that God has put us under somebody in submission to somebody. That's what. Ephesians 6 talks about. But as you read on, then he moves into talking about the schemes of the devil. So what Satan does is that Satan will use his forces, his authorities, his demonic attacks. I'm going to help you today, man. We're going we're gonna to have some fun at 10 o'clock because I'm, I'm, I'm going to expose Satan for who he is. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. And so Satan uses these schemes, but God gives you the antidote. He gives you the kryptonite right away. He said, you ain't got to worry about that. All you got to do is put on what? He says, because now that you know that our fight ain't with Trump. Your fight isn't with that boss that's so mean and ugly and nasty to you. you, you your fight is not with people. So if my fight is not with people, then pastor, who is my fight with? i tell you who is with. Oh, I can't stand you. What? But we said I do. Now we want to say I don't. I shouldn't. I should have thought about it. <laughs> Amen. This is after now. Because we're thinking that the fight is with that person. But the fight is not with that person. I can prove it. It's not against what? What does it say? What does it say? No, it's not against who? It's not against who? Now, here's what I want you to do. I want you to put a name there. Put a name there. You're just so frustrated. Can't get along with your spouse. Can't get along with your parents. Can't get along with your boss. Can't get along with whoever. But your fight is not. Your fight is not with people. Our fight is not with people. He says, but against the rulers. Against the what? The powers. Against the world forces of what? Man, look look at what we fighting, y'all. Look at what we are really dealing with as believers. But if you're not alert, as we read in the other passage, if you're not alert at all times, you're going to fall asleep and then start looking at the other person saying, you're the problem. Let's get divorced. 
Let's do this. Let's, I ain't fooling with you no more. But watch what he says. He says against, first of all, it's a scheme. Amen. The prior verse says it's a scheme. Go back to the next verse. Verse 11. See? So you'll be able to what? It ain't say nothing about rebuking Satan. Nothing. Not one thing. But you, I rebuke you, Satan. He said, I rebuke you back. <laughs> That's what Satan said to you. I rebuke you back. No, he says, stand firm. But also the Bible says, if you want to get rid of Satan, stand firm in your faith and he'll flee. When Satan knows that you all in, listen to me. When Satan knows that you ain't going nowhere, for real, not just pastor, I ain't going nowhere. No, when he knows that you're all in, come on somebody. And then you prove to him that you're all in because you're standing firm, he will leave you alone for a moment. Until he sees part of your armor, watch this, part of in, in your armor, there's a crack. So when you drop your shield, he coming. When you put down your sword, you don't even read the word. Sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Listen, you don't even pick up your sword. You're like, I'll read, I'll read later. Oh, come on, somebody. I'm going to read tomorrow. I'm going to read the next day. See, I'll go next. He says, so we'll be able to stand firm against the schemes. And that word schemes in the Greek, that word is schemazo. You know what, you know what the word schemazo means in, in, in English? Blueprints. Satan has blueprints. And he has methods that he has already, listen, just like God has a record of you and God has a file on you, Lord have mercy. Lord have mercy. You do know God has a file on you, right? Amen. Watch this. Satan has one on you too. And he knows your every weakness. He knows your every weakness. He knows where you where you stumble, he knows where you're weak, he knows he knows everything about you and as a result